TalkLine Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. Welcome to the podcast. And now... You're listening to TalkLine with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to the program. Mom Zev Brenner with us once again is David Greenfield, the CEO of the Met Council on Jewish Poverty, former councilman. And uh, David Shvuatov, a good year. Good to have you with us. It is great to be back on the program. Thanks so much for having me. And thank you. I know you work hard all year long, but it seems like Rosh Hashanah, Pesach, especially so. So with COVID still here, I'm sure it must be even more complicated. So tell us about how you're doing. Sure, yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy 18 months, Baruch Hashem. You know, uh, we are the largest Jewish charity serving the needy in the United States at Met Council. We have hundreds of employees, and we have dozens of affiliates. And one of the ten things that we do is that we provide food to all of the chalikas, the free food distribution in the New York area. And around Rosh Hashanah, things have been, unfortunately, busier than they've ever been. And the reason for that really is that a lot of the government programs have really subsided. So the free government food programs on the city, state, and federal level are all disappearing. And so there's really been a tremendous need. So this year we actually doubled our efforts over last year. And that was really thanks to tremendous support from our board of directors, but also thanks to an emergency grant that we got from UJA Federation of New York to make sure that nobody goes hungry before Rosh Hashanah. So it was a tremendous undertaking. I want to thank Jessica Shade, who's our managing director of our food network, Ben Zanes, who is a agency relations manager, and so many other people, literally dozens of people on our food team who work day and night to make this happen. And, of course, all of our supporters and donors. And what's really unique about our program is that we're able to identify exactly what each community needs. So in Chabad, we make sure there's Lababa Shashita, and in Williamsburg, we make sure that it's Satmar Shita. And in Borough Park, we make sure that it's appropriate for that community, as well as places like Benzenhurst and Coney Island and the Bukharian community in Queens and the Upper East Side and the Upper West Side. Wherever there's a Jewish community, we're there to make sure that they have the resources and the food they need for Yom Tif. I think that part of the challenge that people don't realize is this is very much a K recovery, where if you're doing well, that's great, and you're in the 80% of Americans who are doing well. But there's 20% who are really the bottom leg of the case. Unfortunately, they lost their job, they lost a spouse, they lost a parent, they lost a relative, and it's been a very challenging year for them, and we need to be there for them. And just because some people are doing well doesn't mean that everyone's doing well, and I think that's what's so amazing about our community is that we all really come together in a tr- tremendous way to help each other out, especially around the young cousins. Now, people have a perception that Jews do well and Jews are affluent, but the facts on the ground are that Jews constitute, I believe, after the black and Hispanic community, the largest uh, group of poor people in the New York area who live below the poverty line. And I would assume with COVID, it's probably gotten a little worse. So you feed a lot of people. You help a lot of people. So let's look at numbers because people should look at a perspective because there are a lot of people that need help. Yeah, no, it's, it's actually shocking when you think about it. You know, this past year we helped 305,000 people in the New York area. Which, which is, is a tremendous number. You think about that number, yeah. It's an incredible amount of people. I think what a lot of people don't realize is that, especially during COVID, a lot of people in the Jewish community, especially in the immigrant Jewish community or in the firm Jewish community, were hard hit by a lot of COVID regulations, right? So when the rules said you have to close your stores, that hit people. A lot of people sold things online and can't get supplies. 
A lot of people, their job has to do with things like food, entertainment, hasanas, pictures, photography, music, flowers. Even the guy in the corner store who sells alcohol told me that his business took a tremendous hit because there aren't that many kiddushim anymore, right? So, like, all these things really add up, and so we were actually more susceptible to COVID than other people because we have a tremendous amount of small businesses in the community, and they never really fully recovered, right? People are having chasmas, but not as large. They're having a kiddush, but not everyone's coming. Right, and so you're not seeing the same amount of volume, and even the recovery has been challenging. And for some people, if you lost a spouse who was the caterer or you lost your wife who was the flower arranger or the event planner, then you've lost a lot of income this year. And unfortunately, we had a lot of people who passed away as well. So it's really been a very challenging year. We've seen that on a lot of fronts. You know, we in my council do 10 different things. One of the things that we do is domestic violence, where people, unfortunately, who are abused by their spouses, they can call us. And we have the largest group of experts in the United States who are sensitive to the Jewish community's need to really help people every day. Nahama Bax is our director of family violence in my council. And we've seen a jump of around 30% of cases this past year. Because, unfortunately, when bad things happen, people do more bad things, and it's a vicious cycle. And so we're there to help people as well. So there's, there's really a lot of challenge and frustration uh, that's out there around many different things. But it's really heartwarming that the community has come together, and we actually did something that was contrarian. In March of last year, we actually decided to rent another warehouse, put outside another million pounds of food, because we knew people were sure that we had food throughout the pandemic. We're the only organization that ever ran out of food. One of our pantries ran out of food. We always were there to supply people, and our staff, we never shut down. We're still in our offices, 77 Water Street, downtown Manhattan. You can see on the top floor, we're there every day, 12 hours a day. We're doing work. We doubled down on the work that was necessary because we knew that people would be challenged and we would be there to help them. And even right now, a lot of people don't know this, but we're actually providing ERAP, which is a great, great service for people who have lost their jobs. They fall behind on their rent. They can reach out to us, and we can help them get their back pay of rent paid for by New York State and the federal government. They can, can, they can contact us at metcouncil.org, metcouncil.org. We have all the information online, and we can help them sign up for this where they can get back rent if they fall behind on their rent. So we have a lot of services to help people who are struggling as a direct result of COVID. So we just had a, we had a phone call. Do you help people who lost their health insurance as far as helping them get health insurance? Yes, of course. Of course, absolutely. We help people who, who lost their health insurance. We uh, also help people who have lost their jobs. Uh, we've helped over 30,000 people. Uh, people can call us, 212-453-9500. It's 212-453-9500. We're obviously closed for Rosh Hashanah, but we'll be open again on Thursday. And on Fridays, we're open until 2. We're going to be open Halamite because we know that people need help. So we're going to be there for the community, metcouncil.org. What's really been amazing is also to see the political support as well. I really want to thank a lot of different people. You know, the borough president and future mayor, Eric Adams, came to one of our chalikas with the Flatbush Community Fund, which was an amazing distribution. Flatbush Community Fund is a new group uh, founded by Shemaya Singer and run by Yitzhi Weinberg, and they got off the ground a couple of years ago, and we helped them open up a food pantry. And it's one of the things that we do is we help organizations expand their different services, and in this case, they wanted a food pantry. They gave our family to, they gave our food to 360 people, and they actually uh, came. The borough president, the future mayor, came. He volunteered. He distributed food, uh, and it was uh, it was really a terrific, terrific event. He came with uh, two of his close Jewish friends, Rabbi Friedman and uh, Yaeli Eisdorfer, and they were there and they helped as well. 
And uh, it, was just a, it was just a great signal, I think, from the next mayor of the city of New York that he cares about the Jewish community and he cares about poverty and he wants to help people who are struggling. And I think we're going to see a very different perspective from this upcoming mayor and the current mayor, a lot more compassion for people in the city. Wow, and that's certainly important because it's not just giving out and helping. It's the compassion that's a key ingredient. I'm curious, is Rosh Hashanah busier than Pesach? Is Passover the busiest season of the year when you really go all out? Or is it steady throughout the whole year? I would say that there is a steady rate throughout the year where we serve approximately 100 food pantries, 101 to be exact, throughout the year. And then we see that jump to around 127 different distributions around Pesach. Pesach is the biggest time of the year because the food around Pesach is so expensive and so many families come together and there's so many meals and obviously you have to kosher everything and you have to pay, let's be blunt, twice as much for all the food. So people who don't struggle during the year, they struggle on Pesach with things like matzahs and grape juice and things like that. So our Pesach distribution is actually twice as large as our Rosh Hashanah distribution. But our Rosh Hashanah distribution is three times as large as a regular distribution that we do throughout the year. So whether it's with Tom Cheshavis where we're doing the distributions or whether it's Sparty Bikacholim or whether it'll be in the JCC of Coney Island or it'll be on the Upper West Side or Upper East Side or Lower East Side, we have locations across the city. And one of the incredible things that we've done in the last two years is we've launched a digital food pantry program for UJ Federation where people can now order their food online at a dozen food pantries in New York. It's a pilot. And if you think of the concept of Fresh Direct where you go online and you order your food and you get exactly what you want, for us it's Pantry Direct. You can go online and you can get the exact food you want. You don't have to wait literally online. You can just order online in advance. And it's been a game changer, honestly, in terms of, the dignity we provide for folks as well. So that's something that's very critical to us is we're always trying to think of how can we provide better food, higher quality food, more nutritious food, how can we do it in a more dignified way. The quality of our food this year, for those people who follow and who see it, they'll know that it got significantly better over the last couple of years. The oranges are bigger, the potatoes are bigger, the onions are bigger. There's more products we give out, for example, gefilte fish, lots of eggs, beef that we haven't given out before, chicken. So we really have improved the quality of the food as well. It's not just quantity, it's quality. And you have to think about what are the expensive items that people have on Yom Tif, like chicken, fish, eggs, challah. We give out this year, honey we give out this year. And those are the products, oil we give out, which is an expensive product as well. Those are the products that we have been ordering and procuring. And 50% of that we do privately. We're individuals, people who are listening to the radio show, they donate. And the money goes directly to these food programs. And if people want to contribute, they can go to metcouncil.org. Or if they have any questions or they want help, they can go to metcouncil.org. We literally have hundreds of staffers who are compassionate and who care and who understand the communities that they serve across New York City and speak multiple languages and are here to help anyone who's struggling, whether it's on Rosh Hashanah or year-round. It's amazing. And before I let you go, first of all, I love the idea about the digital pantry where people don't have to be embarrassed by being seen walking into a pantry. So this way they do it online and it gets delivered to them is just such, a, I think, an important concept. It helps, as you said, with dignity. My final question, as you mentioned earlier, about one of the services you provide is because of COVID, people have been home. There's been more domestic violence. There's been more divorce, more beatings, etc. So what does Met Council do to help, just a little bit more specific, in those instances? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So we just think it's very unique. We have comprehensive case management, which is we have social workers who are experts who are from the community who understand people's needs, who will help someone. So if someone out there is listening and they're being abused in any way, financially, emotionally, physically, they need help, they can go to metcouncil.org. They can call us at 212-453-9500. 
We have trained social workers who work day and night, literally, to help people who are victims of domestic violence. And it's something that we're extraordinarily proud of. It's the largest program of its kind throughout the United States of America. We get referrals from many major organizations like the OHELs and Shalom Task Force because we really roll up our sleeves. And all of the women in the program, it happens to be that everyone who works in this program, they're all women, but we do serve men as well. They are compassionate, and they've been doing it for years, and they have tremendous sensitivity. And unfortunately, sometimes it happens. And we work through people's options, right? It's not a question of, you know, oh, let's just, you know, leave the relationship. It's a question of what do you want, how can we help you, maybe we can improve your lives, something that we can do that's better for you. If you have to leave, then we'll help you leave. But we really look at it from a holistic perspective, and we're really there to serve the client in a neutral way that's really just helpful to them. So that's just one of the 10 services that we provide. We also have the largest free services to Holocaust survivors in the United States, which is really incredible. We do tremendous work for seniors. We have the largest Jewish affordable housing program in the New York area as well. We own and manage 20 buildings. The average rent for our housing is $410 per month, and these are beautiful buildings across New York City. So we do a lot of comprehensive work. Some of it is well-known. Others are not as well-known, but it's all done with compassion and dignity, and all of our housing sites, for example, are beautiful. And even though they're very cheap, they're a doorman building, and they have security, and they're clean, and they're in spick and span shape. And so we're really very proud of the fact that the community has a flagship organization that is out there servicing the needy, and that we know that anyone that falls on hard times can have a group that's out there at that council that's looking for them. Any in Borough Park, by the way, or Flatbush, those areas, those buildings? Absolutely. We actually opened up an office in Borough Park a few months ago called the Borough Park Chesed Center. Yehuda Zellmeyer, who's from Borough Park, is running it. He has a master's in social work, and that's on 14th Avenue and 41st Street. We serve over 500 people a week at that location. And then in Flatbush, we work with Flatbush Community Fund. We also work with Kojo Flatbush, and we work with Maspia as well. So we have a tremendous footprint right in the from community, but all over the city as well, and folks can reach out to us. Regardless of where you live, we're here to help, and we help people literally in the Bronx. We help people in Staten Island. We help people wherever they are. We meet them, and we have staff and professionals who are there to assist them, and that's really what makes Met Council so unique is that we're the only citywide organization that helps people regardless of where they live or what their issues are or what their income is. If they're facing a challenge, we're there for them. We have women who are very successful and make a lot of money, and they're being abused by their spouses. They need help, and we provide them with free advice and free services and free help. And so it doesn't really matter who you are or what you are. Met Council is there for you, and it's really amazing. We're in our 50th year, Baruch Hashem, and we're now larger than we've ever been before. We're serving more people, and we've grown more. And we have higher standards and better accountability, and we make sure that every person who comes in is treated with dignity and respect, and they know that they have confidentiality and they can rely on us. And I think that's the most important thing, which is that we are reliable and we're there for people when they need help. David Greenfield, former councilman, he's currently the CEO of Met Council, former radio broadcaster. Thank you for all that you do. Really such important work helping people, both putting food on the table and also dealing with their domestic lives and all kinds of other problems that they have, whether it's rent evictions or whatever the situation might be. Thank you for that. Do you, We miss you on the radio. Uh, when are you coming back on a regular basis? <laughs> I have to tell you, you know, uh, my friends ask me and they say, what's it like running? large nonprofit, and I tell them it's honestly, I'm busier than I've ever been before. We do tremendous work. We have hundreds of employees, and we really have great teams of people who work with us, and I'm very fortunate. So 
surrounded by some supremely talented people. Uh, but the work never ends, and we're always trying to help people out. But I definitely look forward to coming back on this program and to letting people know what we're doing. But people should really look into our ERAP program. If you fell behind on your rent, it's an amazing program to help people pay their rent if they fell behind over the last two years. They should check it out at metcouncil.org. And check out all of our services at metcouncil.org. We really do some tremendous work, and it's really uh, a privilege and a host to be advocating on behalf of our community. Thanks so much for having me on. I look forward uh, to coming on. Thank you. to you and your family. By the way, with, your pr- with, a bunch of, with all this, pr- with all the helping the tenants who need help, you may need to help the landlords. <laughs> they by may the way, no, it's an interesting point. By the way, Zev, just so you know, the whole purpose of this is not just to help the tenants. It, it, it helps the landlords as well, right? We have landlords who reach out to us, and landlords who reach out to us too. If your tenants aren't paying, we can help your tenants pay by getting them these funds, right? So this is actually a win-win. The huh. ERAP program helps the tenants, but the money goes directly to the landlord, and it's actually intended to really help both. So it actually is a great program. A lot of people aren't aware of it. We're a direct enroller. You can call us, and we can enroll you. We can enroll your tenant, and you can reach out to us, metcouncil.org. All of our information is online, and we're definitely, we're definitely here to help people, and it's, it's a tremendous ability, and it's close. So we should all, I really am proud, not, not obviously just as a CEO, but as a member of the community, that there's an organization like this it really looks out for everyone in the community across the city of New York to make sure that people have what they need when they fall on hard times. And I think it's an amazing thing, and for me, it's really a chus to be involved in it. So thank you for having me. Zeta. David, thank you, Shana and keep on the wonderful work that you're doing. I look forward to having you back again, and God give you the strength to continue. I know it's not easy. It's very difficult. We're in hard times, so we appreciate your effort for all of us. So thank you, and good kibbench, Jar. I get kibbench, Jar, all the best to you. Thank you. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Talkline Radio and TV with Zeb Brenner is just phenomenal. Everybody concerned about the Jewish community should listen and watch. He has the best guests. He asks the most interesting questions. He's always so well prepared. It's talk radio and television from a Jewish point of view at its very best. To advertise on the Talkline Network and Talkline's email and social media blasts reaching over 70,000 people, please call 212-769-1925, extension 100. That's 212-769-1925, extension 100. Or email info at talklinenetwork.com. Thanks for listening. For continuous Jewish programs, talklinenetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 641-741-0389. For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to the talklinenetwork.com. Talkline Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community.